I'm Katie. This is Wynn. And I'm Alexa. And this is Go Ask Mom. <laughs> or whatever you want to call it. Just not mama. Mama. <laughs> <laughs> and we are live. Okay. Welcome back to Go Ask Mom. We wanted to start this episode off by kind of approaching what ended the last episode we had a lot of people asking so katie i'm holding my breath currently (laughs) tell us because all i could hear last time was breathing but (gasps) go (laughs) okay that sounded but katie you were fine you were fine after the episode finished last time it wasn't like you ran away or anything you were still here no i i totally stayed the whole time Alexa moved her chair to go hug Katie. Right. And so people thought it was me like leaving. Dramatically. But, um, no, I was totally fine. I mean, I was emotional. Um, but that's how I am with this topic every time. So like people think I'm like, wee whatever. But anytime this topic comes up, this is how I am. Marriage? no. Not with, not with marriage. It's kind of like my first marriage is something separate than my new marriage because I learned so much. My first marriage um, was just what it was. Um, there was a lot of faults. I think I'll I'll say on both sides, but I'm gonna skew it towards the other side. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but um, but I did have faults too, and. I just, my, my main point or what I was trying to say that day, that night was that, um, I didn't care. Like the simplest way I can explain it is I didn't care when we were in a fight, when something was happening, I was just like checked out. I, for most things, it it didn't matter if it was a small fight, big fight, whatever. I was just kind of checked out. I just wanted it to go away. I just wanted to be left alone. And that's kind of how I lived my life. And I don't think that's really good. But then I got remarried and, well, I met Nick. I got remarried and I love him so much. Like I didn't even know that I could feel that, but I do. And so, um, it's, it's, it's hard to go from not caring to like, being, I don't know if I didn't care. I was able to push those feelings away and not care and just want to go to bed or whatever it was to not to me and to Nick and I having this little fight or whatever it is to caring so much and not being able to go to sleep or whatever, or or letting it affect me so much. So what my point was, it was, it's really hard to go from not caring to caring so much. And your question was, did you, if something like, did you which do you prefer? Which do you prefer? And gosh, in a weird way, I preferred not caring because it was so much easier. You just went to bed. You didn't care. You went to bed. You woke up the next morning, blah, 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 blah. But when you care so much and it just sucks because like, I'm not saying that Nick is like I was in my whatever, but he can go to sleep and because he just needs that break or whatever. He Mm -hmm. needs to think about a fight or whatever. That is so hard. Like, and I, I'm sure it has a lot to do with insecurities from, for me, a lot of insecurities to do with my past relationship to everything. 
but it's just different to have some to just it's just all so different that's the best way I can explain it to go from not caring to all of a sudden not being able to go to sleep until this converse till it's resolved Mm -hmm. because if I don't I feel like this person doesn't care about me Mm -hmm. and it's literally like in my head like soul crushing that Mm -hmm. night is it safe to say that each relationship either marriage boyfriend or prior relationship can be so different from each other Mm -hmm. and so your first marriage right happened when you were at a a younger age and I mean everyone has growth from how you know 20 years ago 15 years ago even five years ago Mm -hmm. and so your growth from then to now knowing exactly who you are has changed your perspective on how you want to cultivate your relationship with your current marriage exactly i mean that's literally i mean you couldn't have said it better because and i'm not saying everybody should wait not everybody should wait until they're in their 30s or 40 whatever but I married my first husband so young. I did not know who I was. Like, Mm -hmm. at all. I was like 24. Mm -hmm. And, oh my gosh, I changed so much. I'm sure he did too. Like, Mm -hmm. and we didn't change together. Yeah. And I know that sounds kind of cliche or whatever, but. um, But it's also molded who you are today. Right. I didn't know what I wanted then. I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. I did all these things. I just was like, I just want to get married and have kids. Like maybe that was in my head. I don't know, but that's not really what I wanted. Yeah. Even though I did want it, like you do that, you like get married, you have kids and then you're like, wait, cause you kind of think like at that age, like that's the fun, exciting thing to do. And I don't regret it at all, obviously, but then I'm not going to say this eloquently and people are going to whatever, but then you get married, you have kids, you're young, and you don't do all those things that you wanted to do, or maybe you didn't even know you wanted to do. I don't know how to say it, but you don't know yourself, mm-hmm. and and you change. Like, he may change, I changed, um, or even like... You have never been married before. You don't know what you expect from each other. And I expect this. Well, you didn't tell me that. Like, I don't know. It's just so How hard. How would you know to like tell someone that you expect that, yeah. right? Because you're so young at the time. But you know what though? The beautiful thing is, is that you're showing people, either whoever is listening, that there is hope. There is other relationships besides what maybe have ended Um, you didn't know, you know, when that marriage ended that you would find Nick and, and here he is and, and you're fulfilling what you want in a marriage, you know, now. Yeah. I guess that's another big thing. Like, you know what it is? You're scared of losing it. Yeah. I mean, it's this whole, like, especially with blended blah, blah, blah. You're scared of all these different things, but I think. One, if I could say something, it would be that if you get married and you get a divorce, first, your life is not over at any age. Mm -hmm. It's just not. Um, Because 
You can start over at any age. It's and so cliche. it doesn't matter who yeah, it doesn't matter whose fault it was or whatever, da 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 da. Um I think you do need to if you wanna find somebody else, it needs you, you need to be in the right headspace and all that. Mm-hmm. Like um you need to be good and um and so, honestly I don't know that I was in the right headspace. I don't know. I don't know that I was, but I was just I took a year, uh once I took a year because I was living in LA and I was like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to feel like you took more than that though, because your marriage was kind of over before it was officially over. Yeah. I mean, I moved to LA to be, to do stuff with the kids and we were still married or whatever, but, um, I didn't even think like, honestly, I, people are always like, did you want to date right away? I was like, no, like that never even crossed my mind. Mm-hmm. It never crossed my mind because I wasn't confident in myself and the way I looked, da, 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 whatever. Um, and I was in LA. I was like, I'm not going to, like, who's going to want to date a mom in LA with 75 kids? You know, like that's what I thought of. I don't know. And so then going back to Arizona, I was literally getting my hair done and I heard these girls talking about Hinge and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm just going to do it. Because they were like talking about how they had all these clients who found husbands. And I was like, not that I have to have a husband, but it sounds like if you can find a husband, they are normal guys or whatever. So I went home and um, my sister and I just downloaded it. Then my brother downloaded it. Then a friend downloaded it. And then we were just having fun with it. And it just turned to this really cool thing. But um, yeah, I just think that my main thing is that just because you've been married once and have kids, literally, I have five kids. You'd think everyone would freaking run from that. It's not over. Mm-mm. You know what it is. You know, this is, I think it's, I'm big on analogies. <laughs> <laughs> when and her analogies. Me and my analogies. It's literally like series. You are a book series, okay? That, that first series kind of ended, okay? And you're on to the next, right? There's different chapters, right? Within each relationship. Mm -hmm. But then there's also series, whatever it may be. It might be marriage. It might be job. You can relate it to whatever experience you're going through. But I think if you put it like that, it's not the end of the world. Even though at the time when you're going through whatever you are going through, it seems like, oh my gosh, such a heavy pressure on your chest. But life moves on. You learn from it, right? You gain life experiences. That's why it's like when you get older, you know how our parents are like, oh, you'll understand when you get older and you become Girl, a parent about or whatever. That all the time because I was it's, so naive back in the day. And like looking back even to myself five years ago, I'm just like, oh, shut up, girl. Like sit down. Yes. Like, you don't know what you're talking about. And now, 100% Life agree. experience is everything, you know? Mm-hmm. And I want that more than anything. I don't want to be a know-it-all and think I know everything because you gain a little piece of knowledge in every good or bad heartbreaking journey that you're going through. You know, you, you gain from it. I do miss that girl, though, because if you think about it, that little girl, like, she thinks she knows it all. She's so on top of the world. No one can stop her. Mm-hmm. You hit a point where you say, damn it, I do not know at all. I don't know anything. And so then you're like a little bit more timid and humble about everything you do, which is good for life and business. But like that, that little girl, like if you could just go back to that stage of just thinking that you were... 
I think um, there's a little sadness to not realizing that not every little thing is innocent anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm gonna like tear up. I don't yeah. even know why. Like no. you're gonna cry. Like you <laughs> cried last time. I'm gonna cry because I feel like um, with life in as a little girl, right? You look at life and what it's expected to be. Mm-hmm. You know, you have all these hopes and dreams, and then when things happen a little bit differently, a little bit of innocence is lost. Yeah, you know, you lose a little bit. A little bit dies every little time. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what happened to me. Mm-hmm. Without going into too much detail, for obvious reasons, I didn't think something would happen. I used to joke about this thing not happening. And this thing happened mm-hmm. because I was so naive. That's why. That's without I, saying what it, I was naive, mm-hmm. and this thing happened, and 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 that's it. You you just don't. Th- and then it's just like I don't know. You, that's what I also think, though, is like at least. And I don't want to like label anything about you, but in my relationship, when I was my most what I would describe as like, I cared the most where I was like, so worried about everything. And it's like, did we have sex? Yes or no. Is he fighting with me? Yes or no. I was scared of losing him. And I think now that you've been through a divorce, that maybe there's a fear and you can tell me I'm wrong, but I think maybe there's a, uh, again, like we just talked about a knowledge that that's a possibility. Yes. When you used to say to me, I remember Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, Alexa, you're on another planet. Like, wh- yeah. you used to tell me. I, I remember. I, mm-hmm. I, I've, I've, I, I, I might even have told Nick, like, you were worried about not doing it every day. Yeah. And I was like, what? It was <laughs> like, a real oh fear. Oh my gosh. Yeah. She's insane. Mm-hmm. Now I think how you think. Yeah. And now you get it, which is, right. which I, is refreshing I for me. Literally, <laughs> I literally get it. Mm-hmm. And it's scary because I think it is a fear-based feeling. And that's what I'm trying to like help because it's like I was in it so deep. Like you heard me. I always said if I don't have sex every day, the marriage You would is say over, like if you were with a boyfriend or whatever and they didn't want to do it. I was like, if they didn't want to, I'd be like so mad. And I was like... Gosh, I would be like, hallelujah, I'm going <laughs> night-night, so bye-bye. Right. And so I thought, what's wrong with me? Because I don't feel that way. <laughs> like, that's what I thought. I thought something was wrong with me. But no, it was something, not not that what you were thinking was right, but um, something was wrong with my also- relationship. It's That's it's such a hard it's topic. It's also a self-esteem thing. It is. It's because such a hard topic, though, because you can't... Reaction. It's a fear-based reaction. You also can't um, categor- categorize their actions, right, in just one box. Because is it maybe the connection that maybe you don't have with that person? Right. You just automatically be like, this is what it is. You just think what it is. You don't think like what it, you know, what mm-hmm. you like, what you're saying. And also, you, just, you don't think about them at all. You're like so in your head. You're not thinking like they probably had a long day at work, or they probably mm-hmm. did this, or they probably did this. You're thinking, nope, it's our relationship and it's done and moving on. And, that's and it's a self-esteem. It's issue. a self. It's hundred percent selfish self-esteem and also fear, fear of losing them, fear of not being enough, fear of all the self-esteem issues. And, and I never felt any of that 
until I got a divorce. Mm-hmm. But then again, not that I was like this miss like high on self-esteem before I wasn't. Mm-hmm. I just didn't understand relationships. Not that I didn't understand. That sounds like. I don't think that's true. I think it's more like you trusted actually fully in relationships because now that I fully trust Daniel, that went away. But just like my beginning stages with Daniel, you're experiencing beginning stages with Nick. And because you just went through a divorce and so did he, you know that it's a very real possibility in your future. You don't have any trust that like this is going to last forever because you know that there's a possibility that 10, 20, 30 years from now that it, that won't be the case. Do you feel any of this? Okay. I want to try not to be winded as I claim Lance to be winded, but okay. Um, marriage is a lot of work. So when we first got together, I just put him up on a pedestal, loved him, whatever, you know, I was smitten by him. He was hot. I was like putting out all the time because I was like, hey, oh, this is easy. But then, you know, what's funny is that um, when you go about your business and he had his job, I had my job, you don't really talk about um, your needs, right? Especially Mm -hmm. in our previous episode when I said after kid number two was the hardest for us right. because I have to interrupt I think like what we do is a lot of women don't talk about their needs mm-hmm. because they just want them. we want them to assume they already we assume they should already know what we well, want that but they also we also just for I don't know keep going I can't explain it but I feel like we don't say what our needs are because I want him to read my mind. Right. Let's exactly. just say that. Like, like, you don't want to have to be, do you want to, want to be like, this is what I need? Oh, okay, then I'll give it to you. Well, also, then it feels will like they you're give begging. it to you? It feels like you're begging. Yes, and all of that. I want him to know me so right. well and like, mm-hmm. and, and show that he cares so much that he should know how I feel. I've learned over the years, men need to be told. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, and, and we need to... They need to be told. And we can't assume. And sometimes we take it offensively, but like, I don't know. I want to go back to what you're saying, but now that we're jumping in on this, mm-hmm. I will say in the beginning, I always thought, I will. I don't want to tell him that I want, let's say champagne. <laughs> I want him to know that I want that. I want yeah. him to know that's my favorite thing. And what I've learned, so anyone listening, is guess what? It actually feels just as good to get that thing you wanted even when you told them specifically, this is what I want. See, I have a hard time with that. See, well, but what I'm telling you, like everyone else listening is, I did too. I thought you were there's begging. no way. I didn't, you know, I, I felt like I was not, not begging. Cause like I would do it, for example, like with mother's day this year, it wasn't even this year. Last year I said, I don't want a present. I don't want anything. I want Vuv, I guess it's pronounced Vuv Rosé. And I, that's all I want. And I want, you know, one bottle or two bottles if you really love me. But that's all I want. And you got it and you got what you needed. And last year, sure, it was like, you know, I felt kind of like, all right, I asked for this. But then this year, when I expected nothing and I woke up and I had two bottles and all my favorite candy and crumble cookies, I was like, boom, I mm-hmm. did it. And it felt amazing. And yet, the first time I had to say it, I felt so gross having to say it. But then, and now, and probably until the day I die or we get divorced, if that happens, I think from now on, I will get that. 
and that's exactly what I want. Mm -hmm. You know what I said? I'm not your mother. You don't. <laughs> because it's what I've been told. That's what my uh, right. He said, "I'm not. You're not my mother. I don't." Da, da. So in my mind, I'm just trying to do what I think people like want to hear. Kids, right? And so I said to him. <laughs> To Nick, I was like, he's like, oh, I got to get you for something your mother. And I was like, no, you don't. I'm not your mother. Like, you're, I'm not your mother. You don't have to do anything. So he did nothing. And on Mother's Day, it was the biggest fight of our lives. <gasps> See? And that's so hard because I'm we as women, we like shoot ourselves in the foot. Mm -hmm. Because you're literally, mm -hmm. not you are, but... We, Me. in general, women, shoot ourselves in the foot because we're setting them up for failure. A hundred percent. Men are, men are just, they're so literal. Different. Just like tell them what to literal. do. Literal. Like, and if you shift your mindset a little bit and kind of understand where they're coming from, I totally get it. Mm -hmm. So like back to the question of like, oh, do I, I worry about these things? I mean, of course, like I'm getting older, you know, I'm getting nervous of like, you know, they always say midlife crisis and like, Oh, he's not going anywhere. I know. But back then, yeah, probably because I wasn't giving what he needed to fill his love tank. I was tired. So I wasn't giving his affection that he needed. So you know how you always hear these celebrities like straying from their wives because even if they're hot stuff, like, a supermodel, you know, and they're like, "How did this person cheat on I this think that person?" Has to do with like money and power and opportunity, but also maybe they weren't putting out. I mean, and men are simple; they want that, they need it, and they need it's it. Not that but they want it; they need it. That's just like an instinct. And of we theirs. can't but think in our heads that they want what dicks they need it and want. It. I'm gonna withhold it. You can't think that way. But I'm also not saying. If but you don't see it every day, they'll leave woman, you. Right? I'm not downplaying a woman's role. It's like, oh, like if she's giving as much as she can and they have that connection, they're really working on their marriage but or whatnot. The, you're expecting something from him. He's expecting something exactly. from you. Boom. It has to come together. Yes. No matter what these expectations are, as long as they're not freaking In crazy. His mind, he's giving. Like, mm -hmm. ex okay. I he's giving know. what you want. You've got to give I'm what he wants. As Lance. long as it's not like. I'm not the breadwinner. I won't even go there. As long as it's not. <laughs> so I'm not the breadwinner of the family. Okay. He has a stable job. He, he makes the stable income. You know, I do my best. I'm a hustler. I'm a go-getter. I like to make money as well. But he has this role of providing for our family. And that's his role that we discussed that we cohesively like came, came together. He was like, look, I'm struggling here. And he physically, he even told me, he's like, look, I'm having a really hard time in this marriage. And that made me go click. Oh, shoot. I better change my ways because mm -hmm. this might not keep because going the way. I think the, the thing is, it's like you have needs. Women have needs mm -hmm. and men have needs. Mm -hmm. And we to talk about like, oh, women need this and this and this. And it's like, okay, what we need. Well, just because they need this. If it's sex, it, it's almost like because they need sexual, it makes them worse, which mm -mm. it doesn't make them worse. Mm -mm. It's just, these are our needs. They, these are their needs and they're trying to meet our needs and we need to try to meet their needs as long as they're not big assholes. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, as long as they're, Absolutely. you know, mm -hmm. as long as and they're I not all cheating and doing all this other crazy stuff, like try to give, and I know that sounds kind of like, cause I, I've been there. I've been there where it's like, 
what I'm saying, I would be, what I'm saying right now, give them what they need. I would tell the person, if I'm listening, I'd be like, fuck you, Katie. Mm-hmm. Because it sounds so like, okay. You know, when you first get married, you put each other first. You're like, oh, in the morning, you wake up thinking about them and you're like, I'm, you know what? If I go to Starbucks, I'm going to get you a coffee. I'm going to order him a coffee, even if he wants it or not. I'm going to get it for him because that's what I think they like. That's your first few years of marriage. Then you add kids to the mix or you add a stressful job to the mix. And then you go, you know what? I'm tired. I'm doing this for the family. I have to do the dishes. I'm putting one in the laundry. I'm cleaning the house. I'm this, 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 and this. Then when you realize that, whoa, our marriage is a little suffering because you forgot to put each other first, right? And you forgot to do, you know, what What happened to like me going and them not asking for it, you know, like where's my coffee in the morning or you do this just because, Mm -hmm. and there's no, you do it without any, like, um, any favors in return. Mm -hmm. And then you realize, oh my gosh, okay, this is why we're doing this. It's us first. It makes the the wheel run so much smoother when you kind of invest in what the other person's thinking first besides your own needs. Yeah. And when you shift that mindset, I kid you not, our marriage has really changed in the last two years, even with all the difficulties that we've had in our life. Seriously, I mean, like the fact that you're living with your parents and like your marriage is better than ever is It really is because I just love him so much and I realize that... um, it's not all about me anymore. Mm-hmm. I was a really selfish person mm-hmm. for a very long time. I think everyone is selfish to an extent. So I think, and I'm not like preaching to anybody. Like, good gracious, if you've tried that and it doesn't work for you, and then I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> I, I, don't I know. wanted to go back to the coffee thing, but yes, coffee because I, I think this is really important. This this tiny act of kindness, coffee in the morning. It's a very tiny, especially if you have a Keurig or an espresso. It's a very tiny act of kindness. And I love that you said, like, you know, and you make, you make them a coffee. So are you telling me that at some point in your marriage, you would make yourself a coffee and then not make them one? Cause like, and maybe I'm yes, you so go naive. Day. I'm You're so, so busy. naive. I'm in the beginning of marriage, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But like when I go to the coffee machine, if I make myself one, I don't make him one. Like a total meanie. I can't even imagine, and again, I could be so naive and Mm -hmm. totally in the very beginning of my marriage, but, like, if I walk into the room with only one coffee, Mm -hmm. Daniel would probably, like, throw it in my face and be like, where's mine? Like, if he, so when Ari wakes up, if Mm -hmm. he goes to get her, we make her a bottle, we make each other coffee, and we bring her in with our coffee, and we have, like, that's Mm -hmm. our time in bed together. And if I do it, I make coffee for everyone and make her a bottle and bring her into bed. So the thing is, I think things start to slip. When things get busier, mm-hmm. things start to slip. It, and, and Ari is, I mean, she's so cute. She's she's just one, too. There's just one of so her. So when you start adding. <laughs> Which is so nice. There's just one of her. Yeah, when you start adding school to the mix and then it's like you're juggling all these schedules. Sometimes it's not like I'm meaning to be rude and not get Lance a coffee or whatever it is. It could be breakfast. It could be a water. I don't know what it is, but... Sometimes you're just so like, oh, shoot, I have to be out the door in five minutes. I'm going to grab my coffee and go. Right. Well, you well, miss it. Do you know what I'm saying? You well, miss that, that. And then case, it becomes. Though, isn't it okay? But it becomes the norm. 
That's the problem. Mm. That action becomes the norm. Got it. Then it leads to, oh, uh, hey, I just came home. I grabbed myself dinner really quick. <laughs> Didn't ask. Him, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like you, little, I'm not even saying that as an exact example, but I'm saying little things start to slip. And when you let little things slip, it becomes into a landslide to the bigger issues. Mm-hmm. And then after that, then it's like, well, I, I'm doing all this. What are you doing? I think that's an amazing point for anyone listening is like, it is the little tiny things in a marriage that, that make it work. accumulate yep. to the bigger That's things. That's why mm-hmm. communication mm-hmm. is so important. Even if it's like so dumb, mm-hmm. even if it's like you feel like you're over communicating, even if it's just, you feel like you're beating a dead horse or you're being like overbearing or like, I'm always saying what's wrong. It's like, just keep doing. Just keep doing it. Um, well, Katie, your Mother's Day example is a really good example because my mom, um, her favorite birthday to this day, which she will tell you, um, she went around the house and handed us all pictures of Tiffany's. So I got a picture of a Tiffany's. My brother got a picture of a Tiffany's. My dad got a picture of a Tiffany's. She hung a p- picture of Tiffany's like on the refrigerator. She did that for like a month or two before her birthday. On her birthday, we sat and labored like a freaking cake boss in the kitchen and built her a cake that was shaped as a Tiffany's box. Inside of that cake was several Tiffany's boxes full of every single picture she handed out. Because if you ask for what you want, you shall receive. If you tell people, like, how the hell were we supposed to know she wanted Tiffany's for her birthday? Like, we would have never known that. But she handed us physical pictures. Oh my gosh. Like, and she hung it on Wait, the this fridge. is your mom? Mm-hmm. And she, to this day, she's like, it was the best birthday of my life. The whole kitchen, <laughs> the whole kitchen was blue and white. Like, that little teal blue and white. The whole kitchen. We had, like, ribbons everywhere. Her cake was a Tiffany's box. Inside of it was several tif- Tiffany's boxes full of actual jewelry. She got every single thing she wanted because she asked. And she I told. I just. That's so I hard, just, though. I can't Sorry, do I it. Gotta, I, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. I don't. I don't I care. I've learned to do I it. And I it is great. But then, how, okay. But then, I mean, okay. it may be the, maybe you go to a therapist and they'd be like, "That's what you're supposed to do." But guess what? Yeah, but what I if can't they do can't? It. Well, I mean, you're not going to ask for a Ferrari if you can't. You can't afford a <laughs> well, Ferrari. Well, it has to be something affordable with me. I can't feel like move with me to Hawaii. But at the same time. I don't think I could do it. I can't. I can't tell people what I want. It then feel- you won't get. You have to like put it. You in gotta the shift oh. your mindset. And guess what? Because you, you do not for what you want. You literally get it. You don't want to set him up for failure. You saw my Mother's Day post. But to totally put like worked. or like set him up for failure. It's like. Well, here. Okay, here's a good example. So Lance, right? I'm a pretty reasonable, practical person. I was like, you don't really need to get me flowers because I just feel like flowers die. Yes. Okay. Although I don't like like flowers, but I'm not the right. There are some beautiful flowers. I just haven't had really beautiful flowers where I've really like, oh my gosh, oogle. But anyways, because I I want him to be wise. You know, we've always watched our spending and what whatever. I want him to be wise with what we spend. Mm -hmm. And I go, you don't need to buy me flowers ever. Because they die, but go on. But, so he took that literally. Never buys me flowers. 
I know. I, I say that, but, but at the same time, you're probably like, yeah. <gasps> That's so nice. Yeah. It's such a sweet gesture. So we're telling him not to do this. And I get it. The real, you know, the, the reason of it. But then when he does do it, yeah, it's kind of nice. Well, think about it from their perspective. If you said to Lance, no, I agree. If you I said, totally, if Lance, I'm like, like flowers suck, blah 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 blah. But when you I get hate it, them, I hate them. I hate them. Don't ever send to me. Oh, you sent them to me. It makes mm-hmm. me feel good. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's so romantic. Mm-hmm. So we're being a hypocritical. Yep. Little. All hate flowers, but we all like to get them. So like, we should stop saying that to them. Because think about it like this: if Nick or Lance said to you guys, I hate your hair straight <laughs> i hate it it's so annoying it goes away instantly right like whatever th- you would probably never wear your hair straight again right and then if they were like why aren't you wearing your hair straight you'd be like um because you said you hate it so like they now they think that you hate flowers so like why would they want to piss you off i feel like there's just so many layers <laughs> Okay, so Lance loves my hair long. He mm. thinks it's like sexy. this is too short. Yes, when he, I cut my hair, I mean, I asked him. I was like, "Hey, can I cut my? Hair? What, do you, what do you think if I cut my hair? Not like I have to ask him permission." Yeah, but he was like, "But you well, still want him to like it, right? Whatever. Absolutely, and you should but want he, him to like it, right?" I felt sexy. I felt a little sassy. He loved the confidence mm-hmm. that came from the change, mm-hmm. but. I do realize that he's turned on by my longer hair. Mm-hmm. Do I want to change myself a little bit and go, okay, well, maybe, yeah, maybe I should grow my hair long, longer because I want to turn him on. Mm-hmm. Does it make sense? Like, sometimes you just have to go, you know what? This is what makes my partner happy. And if that builds my confidence because he's so into me. Mm-hmm then that's okay too. I don't know. I feel like this cancel culture of like, oh no, this, you know, if somebody's expecting this from you, then you shouldn't do it. And they're wrong. I don't care. We're going to get canceled for that. Whatever. Because you can't just expect something from him Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. not him. It's not fair. Mm -hmm. How am I supposed to be turned on with him? Like if that, it's like a natural law of attraction. I feel like we, I feel like you're thinking because cause that's how I think too. Like, you're thinking, you're worried about what you're saying because you're worried about, you're worried about. Someone's like, going to call me out and go, you no, know what, you no, shouldn't no, be like this. No, you're, wor- you're worried about, it sounds like you're saying, like, Lisa, if I want it. sex, give it to me. If I want you to be skinny, be skinny. It's no. not that. No, no, no. You're no. saying that it just, everything needs to be equal. Not mm-hmm. that if he's skinny, you're skinny. Not that. It's just that they can have expectations just like we have expectations. Yes. Whatever those expectations are, I mean, within reason, that you can't, we just can't be the ones with expectations and they be fulfilled and them not. So and everyone's expectations are different. Mm-hmm. So if your expectations is like, oh, he's giving you the massages and he's giving you, um, um, he's, filling your love tank with touching or I don't, whatever speaks to your love tank, right? Then that's what speaks to you. Maybe it's not physical, mm-hmm. but I like, I mean, he is a sight. What is it? How do you say it? Sight to be he's, seen. No, he's, um, nice sore. on the eyes. Sight for sore eyes. Yeah. No, sight like, for he, eyes. Oh, <laughs> that's but it. I like that. I'm attracted to that quality mm-hmm. of, in him 
Right. So he's going to work on it. Mm-hmm. Just as I know he likes, you know, what, whatever attracts him. Yep. I'm going to try to work on it because I want to look good for him. Mm-hmm. You know, and he wants to look good for me. The main point is, yes, like I've said, that they expect things from us, whatever they are. Mm-hmm. Some of them may be unreasonable, and you can go tell them to shove it up their ass. But in some of the things you may expect be, are unreasonable, unreasonable, and they can tell you to go shove it up your ass. But it should be equal. It should be equal. You should be trying to fill each other's love tanks. Yeah. <laughs> When you had some questions, and I think it's important we, we answer some of the extra ones since people were asking if we could answer theirs. Yes, because I blew it up with some tears. Just <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> I kiboshed it. Kibosh. Okay. Oh, gosh. What's a kibosh? Kibosh. Kiboshed it. You know what? I you don't guys, know. A lot of I our questions that. were based off of sex. All of well, them? we can answer more of those. Yes, like kind of like how many times a week is a good good amount? And, uh, let's go on to the next and, one. We uh, killed that. We already one. killed that one. But okay, how about how about this one? Hold on. Uh, wait, where was I? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't answer it. <laughs> okay, how about this? Was it love at first sight, Katie? Well. I saw him in person and I couldn't see him because we were standing outside in the dark. And then we went into the speakeasy that was like beyond dark. I couldn't see him. But then he opened his mouth. It was love at first open of mouth. His voice was so deep. It was, was he like, has a great Whoa. voice. I was I like, this is so deep that I, I'm like, it's kind of weird. Like, I feel like whoa like you're very masculine um mm-hmm. and and then he was really like big muscles so i was like oh my gosh um so kind of love at because first like breath. because mm-hmm. i would say that in person he opened his mouth and even in the dark i was like oh my gosh and then i don't know yeah it's so you, cute because earlier when he described meeting katie for the first time he said yeah. that the minute she walked up he was like oh god She's so out of my league. This is going to be a bust. She's going to ask to go to the bathroom five minutes in, and I'll never see her again. He's like, I guarantee it. So it's so cute hearing that you were, like, so impressed by that stuff, too, because he was, like, instantly so attracted. And, like, he said, like, his first thought was, like, how beautiful you are. And it it was so cute. I love that so much. When? Love at first sight. Well, you were 12. Looking yes. like eight. You were 12. I was 12. So when you were 12, was it love at first sight? I was 12. My looks were That's eight. freaking crazy. Yeah. Looks like yes. eight. You I were 12. Was, oh my but gosh. let's just say, Lance is just so cute. I mean, I'm not saying that some creepy, like, whatever way. It's just Lance. He's just Lance. He's everything. He's He's, big. He's like, boom, boom. And he's, like, funny. And he can be, like. But he's a bear. He's a bear. No, honestly. He's just great. Well, we. And everybody thinks it. (laughs) (laughs) That's the funny thing. Do I get jealous? So, like, on my Sunday secrets, people are like, like, oh, I really have, like, a hot crush on your husband. And I'm like. I'm in the point where my relationship. You better I'm like, not be jealous. You I'm better so be like, proud. yeah, he's mine. I'm also right. like, heck yeah, yeah, he's mine. I'm a hundred percent. Yes, I'm that's not- like before your marriage kind of jealousies. Yes, even because even like what I'm saying, like blah blah blah. I still feel like Lance is my brother. Like he is. I just like mm-hmm. I'm not saying it like I want your husband. Like no, 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 he's no, so like 
He's just like lovable. Lovable. He's I just know. like a freaking good guy. I was literally and laughing. I'll say it again. Yeah, like you just laugh. Hyena. He makes you laugh. But he can also talk. be sincere and like mm-hmm. really like if I had a problem, he'd be there for me. He'd be like, if I needed counsel in something, mm-hmm. he would be like let me help you with that's this. That's his love language. Your story was so he, cute of him sleeping with his I know. Boy. And it's not going to be creepy or whatever. He's literally going to be like, let's talk about this. So his love language is that's how he shows, like, his love is, like, to do service. He's very much acts of service. Um, so, obviously, I thought he was freaking hot. Like, mm-hmm. you know, in ninth grade, you don't really go in depth with people's personalities. You're like, oh, he's freaking hot. I'd like to French him, you know, (laughs) but (laughs) when we, so we, we spent years apart. And then when we reconnected, I was like, oh my gosh, he's a really good guy. And then back at the age, I'm like, oh, he's a fireman. He has an established job. He has his own house. And so there was a lot of things that like sparked interest, but don't you think he's gotten hotter as he's gotten older? Yeah, I think he peppered well. Like, yeah. he's starting peppered to get, like... Well. Most men yeah. do, I have to say. And us women that are like... <gasps> but guys just get hotter. I know. They, they get guy. wrinkles, gray hair, and hotter. Once I, like, really want to put makeup on, <laughs> on him one day. You know what's so funny is, like, you know on um, the Facetune app? Mm-hmm. Um, when you can turn each other into, like the opposite sex he's like a really hot girl <laughs> really he is so hot he's actually looks like another influencer in the world <laughs> wait and that's hilarious totally could be a, like a sister but anyways that's yeah. so funny because i put eyelashes on daniel one day because i got those magnetic ones in the mail and he's like <laughs> oh my god how does this work and i was like i'll show you and it was disgusting I was like, you are a very hot man and he a very well. not attractive girl. Yeah, <laughs> I know. So, yes. Long story short, love at first sight. Like I, And we already know yours was love at first sight, you told us. Yeah. You saw Alexa, me like, you were oh. hot and bothered from the very beginning. I mean, I tell people now that I said, I'll marry him or I'll die. But the truth was, I said, I will have sex with him or i'll die i saw him and i was like this person is i don't know it was so weird and like i hate describing the moment because daniel's like huh but the minute i saw him i was just i was i was jelly i was like even thinking back to how i saw him the first time makes me kind of jelly it's really weird like i just it was so strange. I've never felt like this. And I've seen a million hot guys. But, like, for some reason, Daniel, I was like, it was, it was so strange. I just felt like, a connection. I don't know. I was just, like, instantly so drawn to him. So, yes. Okay. The answer is yes. Last question. I think this is, like, a juicy one. Okay. This is fun. Okay, do you believe in non-monogamy? It mm. seems to be fetch in the Bay Area. Wait, wait, wait. Mm. Do you believe in, like... Like, like do you believe in, like, husbands, a swinging life, like, right? Sex Absolutely life. not. I couldn't. I would be the most jealous person. Like, okay, the whole swinger life, I... It does no not... No freaking way. Um... I would have to be a supermodel, and he would have to be bottom of the barrel. <laughs> <laughs> I would be. 
for me not it. to care. I'd be too jealous. I'd be a crazy person. Yeah, there's person. no way. I am not everyone. However, personally, I do not see how you could be in love with someone and be okay with that. Mm-hmm. No freaking way. I don't. No. I don't Couldn't. know how that I, mean, I, I don't know how that works. There's sure, yeah. No way. I could not share. I'm not a sharer. I like the whole pie. Mm-hmm. You know? I just couldn't. Also, the tiny little, like, I think about it like a block that gets, like, slowly chiseled away. Like, mm-hmm. the tiny little chisels that would go away of, like, your own respect for yourself, I think. Mm. Absolutely. I think you would be, like, barren by the time that, that situation ended. I think you'd have no respect left for yourself. Like, I, and maybe that's the wrong way of thinking about it. Maybe. I don't know. But, like, to me you would be losing a tiny bit of respect for yourself every time they slept with someone else. Yeah, if you didn't love them, you could do it. You'd be like, whatever. But if you did, you'd be worried all the time. You'd be freaking out all the time. You'd be questioning them. Oh my God, I could never do it. Mm -hmm. I'd just be a mess. That's like social media times a thousand. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Comparison at its craziness, right? To me, that's so loveless. 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 Okay, on that note. Bye-bye. Good night. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we covered so many topics yeah. and it was so good. Over Until and out. Until next time. Until next time. Go ask mom.